This podcast is brought to you by OnTrack Studio. You're listening to Boring is Bad for Business. As a brand studio, we've seen too many brands play it safe and it's causing them to get lost in a sea of sameness. With this show, we want to encourage business leaders to embrace what makes them different and translate that into bold brands that delight and spark emotional connections. I'm Suji. And I'm Joel. Hope you enjoy the episode. Now let's get into it. We begin today by acknowledging the Gubby Gubby people as the traditional owners of the country we are recording in today. We recognise their continued connection to the land, waters and acknowledge they never ceded sovereignty. We pay our respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to all First Nations people listening today. Okay, so this is the last educate, what I'm calling an educational episode for the first season of Boring is Bad for Business. Before we get into it, I'm going to pat ourselves on the back and say... Uh, it's about 24 episodes in a season for us. So roughly speaking, it's <laughs> six months worth of content. Uh, it's probably something that we didn't think we'd actually be able to do when we first started. So yeah, pat on the back for us. Yeah, it's massive. You. It felt like last week that it was 10 episodes that we were getting pretty excited about. But yeah, it's you know close to the end of the season. You know, We'll, we'll talk a bit more about that in next week's episode, our, our, our final episode for the season. But yeah, it's been so much fun. Yeah, I love it. It's, and we've come a long way. Before we get there, the last topic that I want to tackle for this season is a meaty one, and that is branding versus marketing or brand strategy versus marketing strategy. What are the differences between the two? And then as a business owner, which one should you be doing first or which one should you be prioritizing? Oh, definitely a meaty one. Like I think it was really on the top of our list pretty early in the piece. Definitely wanted to spend time, you know, making sure that we, we sort of covered everything that this topic sort of has on offer. So yeah. Really cool to leave it to the last minute um, and, and, what do you and mean? get it done. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start this conversation somewhere else and it's business strategy. It's not actually with brand strategy or marketing strategy. And it's really important that we do this. Uh, sound business strategy is the area that I think a lot of founder-run businesses do often glance over and I'll put my hand up. Um, that, put both our hands up. Yeah, yeah. we. it's a work in progress for us. Like those numbers conversations – the, the analysis, that's not always, that's not the exciting bit. That's not why I got into business. I'm no. not a business analyst. And it was really easy to jump ahead on that, be like, yeah, we have, these are our services. This is our customer, move on. Oh, it's definitely one of those things that you you know you need to do, but you just procrastinate and, and focus on you know the, the bright, shiny, exciting things within your business. But yeah, it definitely is that, that foundation that needs to be covered. Yeah. So what's business strategy? Uh, business strategy, it def- it does define your purpose, your mission and vision. They're the things that I love doing and that was easy for us to set out, but it also ties objectives to those. Um, so, you know, they're great for setting the direction, but there are also measurable things that need to be in place. So it's your financial and non-financial goals, along with a very researched and evidence roadmap of how you're actually going to achieve all of those goals and objectives that you're wanting to do. Nodding. You're like, yeah, we really need to go back and keep working. No, on no, we're, <laughs> we're like, what are we now? We're, we're two years into the Good Studio 2.0, which is what we're calling it now. But yeah, I feel like we're kind of crossing those off our list now. You know, we, we obviously wanted to jump into to brand and identity and, and, and the strategy side of things because that's what we live and breathe. But... Yeah, we've kind of realized now that we need to go back a little bit and, you know, safety proof and, and really look at those numbers and, and figure out from a business standpoint, from a commercial viability that this all makes sense. Absolutely. And so some elements in a business strategy that you want to consider are market structure, your competitors, what's the barrier to entry? Is it high? Is it low? 
What's a barrier to even leaving the market? What are some overall market trends that are happening? I think the last few years have shown us more than ever that external forces really do play a huge part on your business. The scale and what like what ability do you have to scale? Like how as a founder are you going to pull yourself out of the weeds at some point and bring other people on? Organizational culture, um, of course, your products and your services. What IP do you have that's your own? Uh, that's something that we did develop from the start is our own methodology. Distribution channels that you have. Uh, if you're a product-based business, what channels do you have? But also if you're a service, like how are you actually growing those connections and relationships? Where do you make your money, your sources of revenue? Now the fun ones, cost structure, cash flow, <laughs> <laughs> strategic partnerships, and Contingency plans, like what are you going to do in case of a um, something, an unexpected disaster or one of you has to step out of the business or you as a founder have to step out of the business for a certain point in time? What does that look like? And yeah, this definitely, you know, all those things need to be covered and you can kind of see as we start to speak how they roll into, you know, a, a business strategy and, and, and an identity from, from a standpoint of like an ex- exit strategy. Like how are we going to build the business for me to eventually step out in, you know, three, five, 10 years. And it's like, if we build a brand or an identity around yourself as an individual and, and you build it that way, it makes it very difficult for you to be able to step out. So so understanding these foundations and where you want to go, you know, really influences everything we do moving forward. Definitely. Yeah. So that, you know, that's the elements of your business strategy. All of that lives inside a business plan mm-hmm. and that should be a mandatory for everybody. If you want a starting point, I can recommend the Australian government has a business plan template. Use that and start, um, you know, start putting that in. There's also an abundance of resources about how to write your business plan. But I think the most important thing is to remember it needs to be researched and evidence. It's not just enough to be putting these things in once and doing a set and forget. Really make sure you do your homework. Yeah, and it's one of those things that, yeah, like I said, you, you put off, but once you actually start to go okay, financially, we need to get to here to be able to grow to here. Once you put those numbers down, yeah, I'm actually even getting excited about Excel spreadsheets, which is like absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, you, you, it really gives you an understanding of, of how things are going and where you should be investing in or, or where you should be pulling back a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So step one, business strategy. Before we even get to brand strategy versus marketing strategy, focus on that, get that sorted. Second Let's talk about, let's try to understand branding versus marketing. Um, let's talk about brand strategy. What is it? So I was trying to think about this and I think there's one word that I could put around brand strategy. It would be its differentiation. So in the mind of your ideal customer, your brand should be why they prefer your business over another. And brand strategy, it's a plan. So, you know, brand strategy, it's a plan for that differentiation and how you're going to actually spread that across all the experiences that your brand has with a customer. And experiences basically mean every touch point that you have or interaction that you have with them. And it can be everything from the the obvious, the visual, like your brand identity, through to customer service and even your team culture. Because as we talk about a lot, your team are the one that actually deliver that brand experience. The effectiveness of all of your touch points with your customers, they really work together to create a desired reputation or a feeling in the mind of your customer and the minds and the hearts of your customer. And it can't just be enough that you're doing it yourself, you really need to be making sure that your customers feel and believe that that's what an effective brand strategy is. So while business strategy has got elements of brand strategy, like we mentioned before, we do talk about the mission and the vision. Your brand strategy really takes that a lot deeper 
and it explores what they are and then it says this is how we actually apply it. So there are some elements um, in your brand strategy that you, you might hear us talk about and that is we need to know with your brand strategy what are some insights behind what motivates your customer and what do they actually need. And then from those then we can develop storytelling, um, whether it's visual or it's verbal, that communicates the benefits of your product or service to your customer and also those solutions. Brand personality, so it's not just about communicating that. It's like what do you bring to your personality and storytelling that's unique or different or memorable and it starts to create that heart connection. And tone of voice is another one that, you know, another tool that brand strategy has in its toolbox of how to be memorable, how to be engaging. And then of course, the very obvious, what does your brand look like? Your visual brand identity. And that's where people get, you know, that gets all of the kudos for branding, Mm -hmm. but actually it's so much more than that. And it all really just starts, like we call it strategy, but it, it really just starts by sitting down and and consciously thinking about how you want to be perceived, really. Like, you know, we're focusing on what people say about your business and your brand when you're not in the room. Um, and that starts at, a, you know, the starting point is really going away and going like, how do we, yeah, how do we want to make someone feel? They come on our website, they pop into this, the shop, they, they talk on the phone with a sales rep. Like, what is that feeling that you want them to have when they're communicating with your brand? And, and it really just starts by identifying that and, and opening the conversation with your team, with you know, whoever you've brought in to, to help you with that, that strategy and just to start talking about it. And then I think the other part is that it's identifying this, what you want to, you know, that experience you want to create, but it's also creating the assets that will help you yes. do that and deliver that experience really consistently. Absolutely. Nice. So, Brand strategy, like your business strategy, it's more long-term. We want there to be more stability in these two elements because we know that over time, consistency then creates trust. It's not to say that you're not going to be agile and respond to things that happen. I think there needs to be an element of, in both of these pieces, that you, you will respond, you will be responsive and you know how to pivot, but we're not looking to be changing month to month. No, not at all. Like we, we sit down and have conversations, especially with people who are like, yeah, pushing pushing out their marketing, which is where we're going to jump to next. And you're like, okay, so what is, you know, what is that feeling that we want someone to to have when they they deal or look at this ad? What are you trying to get across the line? Who who are you as a business and a, and a brand? And if you can't answer those questions, it makes it very difficult to be able to put that content out because you know you have no north star, you have no clear direction of you know, the, the business and the brand. And imagine what your customers are thinking. If it feels confusing behind closed doors Absolutely. in those conversations, customers are not going to get it. And if they don't get it, they're not going to pay you attention. So you're going to be forgotten. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole premise of this podcast is that being boring is bad for business. So being memorable is obviously great for business, but there are ways that you need to, you know, do that strategically. And I think I hesitate to talk about this too much, recession. Um, but there are, you know, there's chats about what's going to happen in a recession. And I sort of think the reason I don't like to talk about it is two things. One, you can't do anything about it. It's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. The, the economy hasn't necessarily been growing anyway. But when times are tough, whether it's a recession or not, having a really solid differentiated brand a strategy for that and then all these assets that create, you know, build on that brand experience is one way of being, you know, really more resistant to those market forces and those market changes. Yeah, it's being proact- proactive, not reactive. Yes, exactly. So it's, you know, it's one of those things you want to consistently work on and that the more that you do that, you're going to be more defensible. And definitely there's no magic wand, especially when we sort of start to jump into marketing of like, 
hey, there's one thing with strategy or identity or, or building a brand that you, you simply have to do and it and opens and unlocks all these customers that you know, you, you've been driving after. It's lots of little things. It's all those individual touch, touch points and, and how they come together to build that, that whole experience for a customer. And yeah, I think getting ahead of it and, and doing all those things definitely future-proofs you for you know, whatever crazy disease or natural disaster or recession that you know come, comes forward. So yeah, I really see it as safety-proofing your business as much as you can. Definitely. So the final piece and the one that everybody is probably quite familiar with is the term of marketing and marketing strategy. Now, I do see a lot, I don't know if it's just my LinkedIn feed, but I do see a lot of posts and Instagram things. It's like spruiking marketing versus branding. They'll be like, branding is the why and marketing is the how. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's they're a little bit 2D and they don't really go deep enough. So these posts will say things like marketing is the how. It's like, how do we measure things? How, will, um, how does marketing bring us immediate results? Which just means how do we actually get customers and how do we get our message heard? This train of thought, it sort of leads you to believe that marketing is all about the promotion of your business. So mm-hmm. it could be anything to do with the advertising, social media, or general client communications. You'd say, yes, that's marketing. If you're thinking this, you are right, but you're also wrong. <laughs> um, or you know, you're wrong, but you're not right. Promotion, it's just one facet of marketing. And what I actually want to do today is reframe our general understanding of marketing with this definition by um, Kotler, aka the godfather of marketing. Um, so strategic marketing is the science and art of exploring, creating and delivering value to satisfy the needs of a target market at a profit. Marketing identifies unfulfilled needs and desires. It defines, measures and quantifies the size of an identified market and the profit potential. So you can see there it's not mentioning, he's not mentioning anything about it's about being seen and heard on social media, on TikTok, on Instagram. It's about finding how you can deliver value and communicating that and also matching that up to the unmet needs of your customers plus making it at profit. Yeah, that was fantastic. I think um, it would have been better if you did it in the Godfather voice, but not still still a very fantastic piece of um, insight. Oh, look, I'll work on some um, voices for season two. I can't say I'm there just <laughs> yet. <laughs> So, you know, with this definition, yes, your marketing is going to include your promotional efforts, like all of those things that we've heard before, social media, advertising, client comms, but really what underpins all of this activity is your strategy. So explore, how do we actually deliver value to the marketplace? And also looking at how do we actually deliver value compared to our competitors? Well, what does our customer want? What do they not have in their lives at the moment? And then, you know, putting systems and places around to actually measure that. So with this definition that Kotler gives us, we know that marketing, it does include your promotional efforts like advertising, social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, email news, etc. But really what underpins this and all of that activity should be strategy. And I do see, see that there actually is a bit of a blending of, there's no clear definitive line like business strategy goes from A to B. Brand strategy goes from mm-hmm. B to C. There's actually a little bit of an overlap between the two. And oh, that's, absolutely. That's, that's great. So marketing isn't just about your promotional activity. If you know the four Ps, which I'm sure most people do, well, there's even said to be seven Ps these days, you'll know that it's just one of the pieces in the marketing mix. So for simplicity and the purpose of time, let's just keep it at the four Ps. If you want to go further and look at the seven, do that. 
But the four P's of marketing is the product. So what do you actually sell? And, you know, your service, in our case, we're a service-based business. Your service still becomes your product. Promotion, the big piece that everybody thinks marketing is. How do you attract and you nurture your ideal customers? Mm-hmm. Pricing, what pricing strategy? And we've spoken about this in another episode. Like, how do you price your products that reinforces your brand, but also reaches those business objectives? And place, where do you actually distribute or sell your products and services? As you can see here, we need to take a much wider look at what the definition and understanding is of marketing, and we need to change it and shift it away from just being about promotion. Now, your marketing strategy does ebb and flow more than brand strategy. I think marketing strategy should really adapt to the results you're getting in your marketplace and add an element of experimentation because that's where you're going to grow. So, you you know, your marketing mix might have a level of proven strategies that work. We know that these are the channels and tactics that work for us. But let's also introduce an element of experimental ideas so that we can start to grow as the market changes or evolves. Yeah, that's really cool. And I think that that strategy element is so important within marketing. Like we see lots of people go out there and they sort of, they're just, looks like they're just throwing ideas and, and promotions out there and just seeing what sticks. And they're investing a lot of time, money and energy in fields that their customers generally sometimes uh, you know, we, we talk to clients and they're like, yeah, we're, we're putting all this money into Instagram. And it's like, well, you know, your 60-year-old client isn't on Instagram. Or TikTok. That, that urge to be like, I need to get on yeah, TikTok and, because everyone's there. And like we've talked about it in previous episodes, but it's like there's so much opportunity out there. There's so many social media channels. There's so many avenues where you can be spending money and, and, and investing your time. And it's like if there's no strategy behind it and there's no reason, you're ultimately just, you know, throwing money up against the wall just for, for the sake of it. You've hit the nail on the head. That's where I'm going just next because my, my question is in the point of this episode is to explore brand strategy or marketing strategy. Which one as a founder should I be doing first? Because any business owner will know that we need to have customers. So product, service, that's the number one thing. And often marketing, like what you're mentioning, you know, throwing shit against the wall and trying all these different tactics or strategies as people would call them, whether it's social media or email or TikTok, is often where people see the opportunity. It's like, I need customers. Let me just start doing activity Mm -hmm. and brush the strategy. I personally would categorize all of those activities we've mentioned as tactical. Mm -hmm. And if they're tactical and you don't have a sound marketing strategy and you also don't have a brand strategy that differentiates yourself and positions you well as a memorable brand, then those tactics are going to be quite ineffective. You might have some level of success, but I guarantee if you are successful in those tactics, you have a lot more room to grow and you could be doing even better. Absolutely. So that brings me to my recommendation. It's pretty straightforward. No matter what size or budget you are, my recommendation is always work from that inside level out where it goes to the order that we've just spoken about today. So it's brand business strategy first, then brand strategy, and then marketing strategy. Now, it doesn't mean that you need to jump straight ahead to be doing this working with an agency, working with consultants on all of those levels, Mm -hmm. because depending on how you're financially organized or you're set up and structured as your business, that may not actually be possible. But what it means is as a business owner, a founder, or a brand, make sure you have those elements in some way, shape, or form mapped out before you go on to the next level. So if you were bootstrapping your strategy... Would there be a podcast episode that you would recommend for someone to maybe go listen to? <laughs> Is this, I can't actually remember the episode I numbers. Was, <laughs> I think it was two ago, so 1920. Um, but yeah, it's all about bootstrapping your uh, your brand strategy. Yeah, 
So you could go and listen to that as a resource. (laughs) Um, But of course, first thing, nail your business strategy, get down that business plan. There are so many resources out, but the Australian government is a great starting point for that. Don't overlook this part. It's about the financial and non-financial impacts. It's about your overall mission, vision, objectives of the business. Keep re-looking at it. You know, it's definitely not something, you know, all these stages, it's not definitely not something that you do within the the first couple of weeks of your business and, and never look at it again. Like I'd really encourage everyone, you know, every quarter, every every six months to sort of sit down and, and you know, not start from scratch, but just review it. Review it. Look if there needs to be anything optimized. We don't want too much movement in here, but if you are seeing a lot of movement, that's also something really important to note down and work out how you feed that in there. So the second strategy, my recommendation is brand strategy. And do not go to marketing without defining your brand strategy, even if you need to do it yourself and really know that differentiating values, know the differentiating personality. Your marketing is going to have so much more potency if you can get this piece right. So your brand strategy is a plan for differentiating your business through experiences that create meaning in the minds and hearts of your customers. From day one, be very intentional about what is that feeling that you want to create in your business? What is that sticking point that you want all experiences in your brand to have? And make sure that flows through your marketing because that's going to make sure that your marketing tactics and efforts are so much more effective. And a really simple trick to to figure that out is really just go ask your customers. Like, you know, as a brand, who am I? Go ask your friends, people who have experienced your your business and your marketing, your your brand out in the real world. Just ask them the simple question. Like, as a business, what do we represent? And really just gauge their responses. I would do that, but I'd also write down separately to that, what do you want it to oh, be? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, there might be a cross-reference. Yes. Don't just go, what you know, what your grandma says. Yeah, I think it just gives you a really good pulse check of, the message that you're putting out there and the way that people are actually perceiving you and making sure that it's how you want people to perceive you. And if there's a gap, it's going to tell you where you need to do some work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the third strategy that you want to define, so in order, business, brand, marketing, is your marketing strategy. And then this is Kotler's definition. I'll give you the shorthand version of it. But strategic marketing is the science and art of exploring, creating and delivering value to meet the needs of your target market at a profit. And what it does, you identify with marketing the unfulfilled needs and desires of your customers, and then you put a system in place to make sure that you do that. You can define it, measure it, and quantify it at the profit. That was a short one. That was a short one. Try to keep it punchier. <laughs> so depending on the stage, I think I said this before, you don't, you really don't need to be going the whole hog. I'm not trying to sell you on working with the good studio for all of these facets. But what I really am passionate about is that there are just too many brands and, and people who are, are sucked into that really fast, quick fix solution mm-hmm. and need to get customers. They jump to executional things like SEO, email marketing, social media, just because it seems to be what everybody else is doing. But so many of the accounts and businesses and brands that we see out there, they just don't have that defined brand. And it also suggests to me that the business plan isn't doesn't have a lot of clarity and if somebody is out from your, I'm looking at that, that's probably what your customers are feeling. So it's essentially, you have so much opportunity there to gain and you're probably losing a bit of money at the same time. Yeah, fantastic. I think, yeah, it's a, a fantastic episode and I'm really happy that we we eventually got to it. But yeah, I think for anyone sort of struggling of, of where we should start, just go back to the, the business strategy and, and work forward from there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. As you said, final content heavy episode for the season. 
I'm looking forward to next week where we do a bit of reflection. So before we go, I do want to say, even though it's the last couple of episodes, we're starting to get comments coming in, which is really great to see some interaction on the podcast. So if you do want to write in, uh, we'll answer your listener questions on the show. So please send them through, whether it's this season or for next season. And Chris from Smug Food Co., I just wanted to give you a little shout out because you wrote in and asked us um, some questions about photography referrals and we sent him some ideas um, for his local area. But uh, Smug Food Co., check them out. They are a Sunshine Coast kind of run business at the moment, but I think they have roots in South Australia. They create flavoured cooking oils to transform you from a lazy cook with fancy taste to a master chef in the making. And Chris, thank you for giving us kudos on the show. Um, He said he really enjoyed listening to it even though he's from a marketing background. So it's great to hear some feedback. So thanks again for listening to Boring is Bad for Business. We'll see you next week for our wrap-up episode. Looking forward to it.